Live on a Friday, Locked on Arizona Cardinals. We're doing top fives again, man. Three of them, new topics, new players, but some players may end up on one, two, or all three of these lists. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. Here we go. You are Locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hi, everybody. Welcome in. Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Um, hope you've been enjoying the list theme this week. I stole it from my buddy Tyler Rowland from Locked on Titans, who I also host the Thursday Locked on NFL podcast with. Um, I've got three more ringers for you. Really fun. Uh, this is going to be a really fun podcast. Uh, follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards again. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Uh, Drop some questions in the chat. Let's have some fun with this. I'll be around for the next 25 minutes. So list season, July, before camp, is this beautiful gap or this beautiful bridge that connects the gaps between the end of the 2021 season and really the start of the 2022 year uh, with camp coming up soon. And these um, these three top fives that I chose, uh, you're going to find will have – some of the same names on one, two, or three of the lists. And the top five, the top fives I'm going to do is top five breakout candidates, top five potential disappointments, and top five comeback candidates. Um, you'll see that top five breakout and top five potential disappointments. Like I was going back and forth and I'm like, man, I got to find different names here. I got to find different names. I don't know, you know, I don't know why both of these lists are looking the same, just with different orders. But we'll get into it. Again, thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. So let's get right into it. The top five breakout candidates. I want to do this one last, but I felt like I'd lead with it. Top five breakout candidates. Number five is Byron Murphy. Okay. Byron Murphy is going to have such an important role on the Arizona Cardinals in 2022. Um, we don't know if he's a CB1 yet. Some say he is, some say he isn't. I'm kind of, the jury's still out. When the pass rush was good in 2021, he was good. When the pass rush kind of fell off, J.J. Watt got hurt, and they didn't. They weren't necessarily getting the push. People say that Chandler Jones disappeared. I disagree with that just because the sack numbers weren't there. But Byron Murphy needs to be a breakout guy because Steve Kime didn't do anything with the, with the cornerback room again. Top five breakout stars, Byron Murphy, for me, is has the fifth best chance to be the number one breakout candidate for the Arizona Cardinals. Number four is Avon Collins. This one is kind of infused because, you know, he was a top 20 pick and didn't we didn't really see a whole lot from him last season. There it came out after there were some more injury concerns that maybe we were privy to during the season. Um, but all in all, Zavin Collins is a guy that if coming out of Tulsa, what he did at Tulsa, good in coverage, obviously he's a smart football player. If he can piece it together with Vance Joseph's tutelage and kind of elevate what he did last year, like I, the flashball memory that I had for Zayvon Collins last year was in the preseason when it was one of the first snaps he had on the field as an NFL player. 
and he was in the backfield for a tackle for loss. That's what I remember from him from last year. Nothing during the regular season. I don't really remember anything. I do remember the preseason when he got behind the line of scrimmage and tackled him like, oh man, the Cardinals have something. If he can take that step forward, this defense is going to be sexy as hell next year. And Steve Kine will say that he actually hit on a first round, that he hit on a first round pick. Number three, for the the best chance to be the breakout star for the Arizona Cardinals on the roster, number three is Marco Wilson. Marco Wilson is so we saw flashes from Marco Wilson last year that you would have liked to have seen from Zayvon Collins. Uh, Marco Wilson had more opportunity to play because the the cornerback room was was thinner. Uh, Jordan Hicks, Marcus Golden, etc. The linebacking core was kind of taken care of, and Zayvon Collins couldn't see the field. You can have the debate on whether it was because he wasn't ready to play or some say that Van Joseph doesn't like playing rookies. I don't think the latter is true. But Marco Wilson, we've seen flashes from him like, oh, man. And we saw at Florida, like, he had a valuation of a much higher round pick than he was, than the Cardinals got him in the fourth round. So with that, him being, like, the best chance for him to be the breakout star, he's third out of the top five. Uh, Marco Wilson, third. Rondell Moore is second. Rondell Moore is the biggest question mark on this roster, maybe, for a couple different reasons. One, we saw what could be. And it wasn't just a broken play against Minnesota for the chunk catch-and-run touchdown, where he was a fantasy football or DFS darling for like three weeks. He had the 11 catches for under 70 yards, the, the Jarvis Landry and Miami line, but then he was hurt, and he's always been hurt except for his rookie freshman year in college where he broke all these records. Like he is the potential, his ceiling, if utilized correctly and, you know, able to see the field with all the offensive weapons the Cardinals have now, it's, he has no ceiling. Like this dude could be an absolute maniac for, for opposing defenses to defend and to account for. That's why he's number two for me on the top five potential breakout candidates. And number one for me, I'm starting to get really warm into this into this water where I want Isaiah Simmons to just murder football next year. Like, I want Isaiah Simmons to be a pro bowler at the end of the 2022 season. He's got everything. He's got everything. And he just has to put it together. And if Isaiah Simmons can take that step and be a pro bowler next year, and be someone to be feared by opposing offenses, somebody, another Arizona Cardinal that opposing offenses need to game plan around. It's like, you know, it, it, it's, it could be magic. And Aaron, I, you know, I want him to be an incredible football player next year. Like I want to see Isaiah Simmons arrive in the NFL and he's been trending towards it. He's been on like, you know, not exactly the same, but he's been on kind of like a Kyler Murray trajectory where not, and I'm not comparing the two, but like as compared to other players at his position, he may be a little bit behind where, you know, Kyler Murray and you're comparing him to Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. Kyler Murray's not there yet, but he's on a natural trajectory to get there. And this is the year for both of them to really show I'm exactly what everybody thinks I could have been coming out of college. Kyler's closer to that than Isaiah Simmons is. And if Isaiah Simmons could take that step, I mean, 
this this team is 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 in really good shape in the linebacking room. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Free and available on all platforms. Top five breakout potential breakout candidates for the Cardinals. That was segment one. Coming up next, we'll do a little dip. Top five potential disappointments, and you'll find some of the same names on both lists. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals rolls on next. Second segment here, Locked On Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Cardinals. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards, please. I mean, I'm saying it as a command, but it's really, you know, an underhanded please moment. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Like, this is so fun. I have so much fun doing this. And people don't say that enough, I don't think. Like, thank you for being here. And I appreciate it. Um, Top five seasons as we roll into the 4th of July weekend. Hopefully everybody has some fun plans. Eat some hot dogs uh, with ketchup. Just going to put that there. Uh, I don't know why there are rules. Like, you look, yeah, you go to Chicago. It's like, there's no way there's going to be ketchup here. You're getting out of my building if you want ketchup on the hot dog. You know what? I don't want raw onions on a hot dog. That sounds disgusting. Give me ketchup. Give me, maybe, if you want to do spicy mustard with it, that's fine to counteract the sweetness. I'm good with that. Relish, I'm okay with. Uh, perfect hot dog if we're going to do this here boiled okay number one number two ketchup one line of ketchup number three mustard of your choosing number four dill pickle slice call it a day and and a little hot sauce on top that's how i do it okay that's how alex nancy locked on cardinals does it okay top five potential disappointments for 2022 um i tweeted out a few days ago that the cardinals are like one big x factor They've got more X factors than sure things on this roster. So if 80% of the X factors make a turn towards positivity, towards growing, towards getting better as an NFL player, the Arizona Cardinal, there's no ceiling for this team. But on the other side of that, potential disappointments, number five for me, for 2022, this isn't in perpetuity. For 2022, Trey McBride's number five. I don't know if he's going to get enough run. And that's, it's going to be more that than anything else like i don't know if he's gonna be an immediate impact maybe he's gonna be on the field 70 percent of the offensive snaps like we, we don't know we'll probably see him a little bit more earlier on with deandre hopkins out but we don't know how he's gonna be used we don't know how zach Ertz is gonna be used like it's gonna be more traditional uh, tight end roles you're gonna move him out to the x or y and get weird like cliff kingsbury i don't know how he's going to use trey mcbride let's just hope it's not like uh max williams Zach Ertz and Trey McBride is right in the middle. Like Trey McBride is looked at by everybody as the best tight end in the draft from 2021 or 2022. So how they use him is really what nobody knows. Like we don't know. We don't know. And with all the offensive firepower, is he going to see the field enough? So that's where the potential disappointment just for 2022. And it's solely predicated upon actual snaps that he's on the field. Trey McBride, number five, top five most potential disappointments, 2022. Number four, and I have to do the list, so I have to be honest. Number four could be James Conner, okay? And go with me here. Directly correlated to 2021 when he had an incredible season, and he deserves the money. Like, the the reason why, and I've said this forever, that if he's at 65% usage rate of potential usage from the running back position in 2022 – that's the sweet spot. So naturally, 
if that's the case, his numbers are going to come down. He may still have 15 touchdowns. Like he's one of the best inside the five yard line in the NFL. He may be top three. I mean, Derrick Henry's one, you know, and there's other bruisers that get brought in, like, you know, like the LeGarrette Blunts and Mike Tolberts of the world that kind of skew the number. But I mean, James Conner's a vision. And this isn't saying he's going to have a bad year next year. This is just saying replicating what he did last year, this year is going to be difficult. And bringing in Darrell Williams, Darrell Williams, to handle some of the load, and sure, you're going to have some Eno Benjamin in there as well, maybe some Rondo Moore. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? I feel like if he's in that 20 to 23 touch per game range for the entirety of the season, there is an exponentially greater chance that he'll stay healthy for the entirety of the 17-week season than if he's touching the ball 30 times a game because the passing game is terrible. And that's what happened last year down the stretch. He got injured. They focused on him too much. And with Kyler Murray at quarterback, you should not need to focus on a running back to get you moving offensively. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but that's what we saw last year. I don't think it was directly. I don't think it was only because of DeAndre Hopkins being out. Obviously, it had something to do with it. But taking a back, taking a step back this year for James Conner, it's not going to be a big, you know, it's not like, oh, no, the Cardinals can't win if that happens. Just have some reasonable expectations for a dude that put up a 20-burger in touchdowns last year. Like, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And now there may be more eight men boxes with James Conner there. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the Cardinals defend. Obviously there's going to be eight man boxes more than not with Kyler Murray's ability to run the ball as well. James Conner, number four on the top five potential disappointments for 2022. Number three is Marco Wilson. So this is a repurposed name from the potential breakout star with potential breakout comes potential step back. We don't know. Marco Wilson was hurt for a good portion of last year. Okay. Robert Alford was hurt for a good portion of last year. Uh, the pass rush wasn't great towards the second half of the season as it was comparatively speaking to the first half. So we don't really know what Marco Wilson is yet, but we, we've seen a couple oh-my-God moments that I call them to where he could be a potential breakout star or he could be a guy that maybe had a higher value than a fourth-round pick but turns into a fourth-round pick as the cornerback too where if it was a deeper, which you'd like to see a deeper cornerback room, he may be CB3 with a lot less pressure on him to perform against uh, against opposing wide receiver too. So Marco Wilson, third on my list of top five potential disappointments for 2022. Number two, another repurposed name is David Collins. Um, we don't because we don't know because we don't know what Zayvon Collins is really or could be really. That's why he's on this list. It's unknown. It's not always going to be injury concern forever. Always a bust. It's none of those things. It's too early to tell any of that stuff. But we didn't see much from him last year when he was on the field. And that's what worries me. It's not like, oh, I'm worried and who cares what I think. But like worried is not, you know, it's not, oh, no, we're going to look at this really under a fine-tooth comb. No, but I feel like there's a chance taking – a disappointment would be him staying status quo with where he was last year. Isaiah Simmons, he's going to be compared to Isaiah Simmons pretty much in everything. Even though they have different skill sets, they're built a little bit differently, um, or I guess a lot differently. But Isaiah Simmons in the second year took a step. He took a step. And you want to see Zayvon Collins just take a step. And that would remove him from the disappointment list. But we have to say, because of the unknown... He's number two on the list of top five most potential disappointments in 2022 for the Cardinals. And the first one is Rondell Moore. And I think this is easy. Like Rondell Moore, 
what I know that you know, if this is your first listen for Lockdown Cardinals, thank you. I appreciate it, truly. Um, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I think that Cliff Kingsbury is kind of hindering Kyler Murray's growth. And some don't agree with me, that, that and that's fine. Like, both sides of that coin are rational thoughts, in my opinion. I think that Rondell Moore has to have specific usage by an offensive play caller who can get him in space and get the mismatches necessary to allow him to thrive, to allow him the opportunity to thrive. And Cliff Kingsbury didn't do that last year. Like most of his stuff was behind the line of scrimmage. And it's like, you know, say what you want. But the if Rondell Moore is a disappointment this year, and it's not because of injury. Hope you know. Obviously, never want anybody to get injured. You know, for your favorite team or not. If he plays 15 games this year, and he has, you know, 750 receiving yards and two touchdowns, maybe two rushing touchdowns, that's going to be a disappointment. And I think that it would be more because of Cliff Kingsbury's Cliff Kingsbury's inability to find the right way to use him more so than a young player not making it to the NFL level. We've seen how fast he is. We've seen, like, it was in the preseason, too, where he was playing against twos and threes from other teams. It's like, oh, yeah, he's an NFL player. Like, the speed's just different. He's an absolute speed, like, insanity. But he's got to get found. There's got to be space for him to operate. And doing it two yards behind the line of scrimmage on a wide receiver bubble screen and or end arounds, they did that with Andy Isabella. And look how that turned out. I'm not comparing the two, but it's like, you think that if Andy Isabella was in a different offense, maybe he would have achieved a little bit more than he did? I 100% think so. And we're probably going to find out, if not this year, at some point in the future. Andy is like, it's the same thing with Rondell Moore, but with higher stakes, because even though they were both second round picks, that was a that was a gift pick that they got from Miami for Josh Rosen. Like, I know that they passed on, they could have drafted DK or Terry McLaurin or Deontay Johnson. They could have drafted so many other players. They drafted Andy Isabella, but because it was a bonus pick and not their only second round pick, you kind of get a pass for that, even though that's kind of irrational. Rondo Moore was their second round pick. He was the guy. And now we need to see if he can take the next step, but he's number one on potential disappointments in 2022. And he's number two on potential uh, breakout candidates. It's going to be one or the other. Alex Nancy, Lockdown Cardinals. Thanks for hanging with me on a Friday before your 4th of July weekend. Um, I hope people don't judge me too much for my hot dog situation, my hot dog takes there. But that's how I like them. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please like, subscribe, turn on notifications on YouTube. So whenever I go live, whenever a new video's up, you'll get a notification. Coming up next, the final top five of the week. Top five comeback candidates. Somewhere in the middle. Breakout, disappointment, comeback candidates from injury or not a great season or otherwise. That's next as we wrap up this week on Lockdown Cardinals. Okay, final segment, Lockdown Cardinals. Thank you for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Free and available on all platforms. I hope everybody has plans. Do some fireworks. Maybe go watch them instead of setting them off yourself. I don't know. Fireworks always freaked me out. Maybe I'm a sissy, but yeah, they always freaked me out. I, I like watching and not partaking in. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Um, 
Yeah, man. I mean, top fives, they're fun. I Again, I will give Tyler Rowland from Lockdown Titans, my buddy, kudos on this. I stole his idea with his blessing, and I'm implementing it for the Arizona Cardinals. So I've done top five breakout candidates for 2022 for the Cardinals. Five to one, Byron Murphy, Zayvon Collins, Marco Wilson, Rondo Moore, and then Isaiah Simmons has the best chance, in my opinion, to be the breakout candidate, uh, to be the best breakout star for the Cardinals in 2022. Potential disappointments, five to one, Trey McBride. Number five, because just a sheer, maybe not seeing enough snaps to make a real impact. James Conner, number four, because of his his year last year. It's like just a, people could see it as a potential disappointment if he takes a step back. Uh, Z- uh, Marco Wilson, number three, because we don't really know. Zayvon Collins, because we haven't really seen anything yet. And Rondo more for the usage. And if Cliff Kingsbury can figure out a way to use him correctly, if he can't, we may be looking at Rondo Moore as a disappointment, hoping that's not the case because he has all the tools to be an excellent wide receiver in the NFL. And now comeback candidates, okay? I could just have done a top five, and I've, I've only got three. I've only got three. And yes, Aaron Cotton, I've heard of Bill Bar, damn it. Thank you very much. Go to Bill.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off your order. So I've only done three. And the reason behind it is, like, I could do, you know, you know, come back for, I don't know, like, Jalen Thompson because he missed a little time. Like, no, I'm not going to do this just as an exercise because it's only top five. There's only three players that this really pertains to, and I rank them. So top five comeback – or top three comeback candidates. Number three is Robert Alford. Like, Robert Alford – is like we saw flashes early on last year and you know i think because even though he's not an arizona cardinal right now i think that they're going to bring him back i do and that's the comeback candidate if he's healthy he's going to play that's number three number two is marco wilson comeback injury so it pertains to this Marco Wilson is going to be one of the more fascinating guys to watch in 2022. And there's a couple different reasons why. One, we still don't know what the full package looks like. Number two, um, it seems like, and work ethic, we had actually had him on with my former co-host and myself last offseason, right when he got right when he got drafted. It was it was a couple weeks after. He's, I mean, he's he's a dude. Like he's he's a guy that is always in the ear of veterans. He's always wanting to get better. And I don't think it's fair that he's playing CB2 right now. I don't think that it's necessarily like as a second year, fourth round pick, maybe having another veteran guy to to cover wide receiver twos. Like right now, maybe more beneficial for his overall growth, but this is where we are. And he could have a comeback like season if he were to play the majority of games and really substantiate himself as one of the better young corners in the league. And obviously the Cardinals would benefit mightily from it. And then number one is Zayvon Collins. Like Zayvon Collins made all these lists, every single one of them. Fourth on the top five breakout candidates list, second on the potential disappointments list, and first on the comeback candidates, because this would be the best story. Zayvon Collins, 2021 first round pick, didn't have a great rookie year. People are saying, oh, he's a bust, he's a bust. I think that the Cardinals obviously should have drafted a different position, but He's here. He and Isaiah Simmons are the future of the inside linebacker position for the Arizona Cardinals. If Isaiah, if Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons both can take a monstrous step forward, and monstrous will mean different things for both of them. Zayvon Collins means 
you play 75 or 80% of the snaps because you deserve to play 75 or 80% of the snaps. And they don't have to trade for a veteran linebacker or sign one off the trash heap midseason because he's not playing well. A step forward is him legitimately deserving to be on the field for 60, 70, 80% of the snaps. That's his big step forward. Isaiah Simmons' big step forward is becoming an absolute terror that everybody thought he potentially could be coming out of Clemson. Like, it's Isaiah Simmons' time to arrive in the NFL. And that's the differentiation between the two. But if Zayvon Collins can become this guy that you see could be a really, truly integral part of the Cardinals' defense for the next decade, that may mean more than Byron Murphy taking a step forward. That may mean more than Marco Wilson taking a step forward. Because then you've got two guys out of 11, Buda Baker and somebody else, that you can absolutely trust moving forward and hoping they'll both retire as Arizona Cardinals. So that's going to wrap it for me. Um, Thanks for chilling. Uh, I really appreciate it. Hope everybody has a great 4th of July weekend. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you on Wednesday of next week. This is the scheduling through the week of July 17th. I'll be doing three days a week. So I think that's two more weeks. And then starting July 18th, I'll be back to five days a week when camp starts. It's going to be a fun year. We have no idea what's going to happen. And it's going to be a fun year. Thanks for hanging with me. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. Talk to you Wednesday of next week.